I can tell anybody that's listening, if you do piddle with porn, you're addicted to porn, or you've ever been there, you've heard any of my earlier podcasts. It's been well over a year that I've been sober, and it's the most hopeful, heartwarming thing I've ever felt is to be sober, but let me share with y'all, to be porn-free is every bit just as rewarding as being sober and drug-free. Your life, your journey, starts now. Hey everybody, this is another Journey Podcast, and today we are taking a deep dive, a deep dive. So, we're going to be talking about uh, pornography. We're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about relationships. Now, the key thing here is just a little disclaimer. Um, You may hear some things uh, on the podcast today that you uh, have not heard in other areas. And you may hear some things that are going to offend you and make you mad. And that certainly is not our goal, but we're not afraid of that either. So we're going to say some things that are on our hearts, and we're going to uh, just uh, have some good conversation. So I've got a couple people here with me that I really respect around this topic. One of them is Terry. Terry is a licensed full-time counselor. Uh, we like to say that Terry swims in the deep end of the pool. So uh, how, how is life in the deep end of the pool there? Good. Glub, glub, glub. <laughs> <laughs> So lots of background. Another uh, person we have in the room is Don Evans, and uh, Don is uh, a good friend, and uh, uh, we can talk about different topics all day, and we can just theorize, and we can uh, have these educational conversations, or we could just talk to people that have uh, really lived some of these topics. And uh, Don, you've, you've lived this topic, haven't you? Yes, Jeff, I've had quite a bit of experience over the years, and just for the listeners, I'm a 61-year-old man, Uh, but yes, I've had many encounters with that, and that's why I'm here today to see if I can share some insights on the do's and the don'ts of, you know, I don't condone it at all, but I just want to, was blessed to be here with you folks today, and especially Terry and you, and I think Sarah's even in the room today, kind of yeah, listening right, and right. help us out a little bit. So we see if, like you said, we're certainly not going to, we're not here to make anybody mad at all. Uh, with some of the things we say may offend people. And uh, I'll be the big guy that says right up front, we apologize in advance and hope you forgive us. But we're going to run at this as uh, more of what Christ would expect of us and uh, share a little side of that with you, whether you're Christian or not. It's not, it's not our gig. What's up to you? We're not judging anybody. Certainly not. But I think if you listen to it from a Christian perspective and think about it a little bit before you get all fussed up out there and maybe just apply yourselves a little bit, take a good look in the mirror. You might enjoy our podcast today. So let's get going. We're going to get real. We're going to get real. So yeah. And you mentioned Sarah. Sarah's here with us along with uh, Annie. And uh, so yeah, we're just going to uh, uh, jump in here. So let's just dive in and uh, answer a few questions here. Okay, Terry Don? Yeah. So first one, why would he say he found me attractive but then need porn? Who wants to take that one? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's a real common question. I've heard that before from other women. Um, There's a a definite issue with um, a woman's self-esteem when the man is using porn. And there's this feeling that I'm not enough and where did I 
where do I go with this? I think to realize that it's it's probably not about you. You may be very, very attractive, I'm guessing. Um, but it's more about the fact that he is probably hooked on porn. And porn is a... Is a uh, fantasy relationship well and you talked about attractiveness too i mean beauty is in the eye of the beholder so there is no perfect attractive person out there so it's it really is going deeper and uh building that relationship deeper right correct yeah yeah. In a lot of cases, the men have been using porn since be- age 12 or earlier. And so it's a pattern. Just a habit. For them. Bad habit. And they, I talked to some people before um, in my counseling practice where they said, um, you know, I, uh, men specifically who said, you know, I started looking at porn when I was very young. And um, that's all I, you know, that's how I, d- I basically did it until I was in high school or beyond and I tried to have a relationship and every time I tried to have a relationship it fell flat because I had no idea how to be in a posi- in a positive relationship with another human right just just to understand that first of all it's not about you it's about them you may be the most attractive person you may be the best in bed and ultimately they may still go for the porn because it's just about them and it's about the the issues that they're dealing with so let's jump into the next question here. If my partner is watching porn in private, I'm told it shouldn't hurt me, right? Because, hey, if it feels good, do it, right? But it does hurt me. What should someone like that do with those feelings? Because they're real feelings, right? Oh, absolutely. You have every, yeah, it makes perfect sense that you would feel that way. Um, it, 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 it does hurt. It's if you think about the core reason for marriage, marriage is about intimacy. And when somebody is doing something with another um, outside of the, try this again. If somebody is doing, using porn, it's taking away from the intimacy of that relationship. You should be hurt. And it could be a deep, deep hurt, deep hurt, right? Well, yeah, I was in a relationship that was like that. And the comments were made that were repulsive to me and I mean I always thought I was a pretty good fella and you all talk about the women all the time well she's good looking and she's pretty and why is he watching porn yeah. well I'm gonna have to throw one in for the guys I was married to a woman that only talked about if there was other men in the room wouldn't that be exciting mm. well how wow. do you think that made me feel I'm a macho right big Henri kind of character you, th- you think we're all tough and bulletproof? Have your loving wife tell you that, don't you wish your friends were in here and could see us doing this? That'll tear a guy down, yeah. too. So let's, wow. you know, yeah. us guys are going to have to have one for the team, too. That's right. That's right. So next question is, why is he lying to me about using pornography? And you may see that a lot uh, in your practice, too. And, and even as they come into your office, maybe dancing around the issue, I would yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, it is because he knows it's going to upset you. Yeah. I, so he lies about it. Yeah. Is yeah. that? Yeah. Sim- <laughs> simple. It's real easy to tell lies just to get what you need. You're going to feel your own self-satisfied needs. So you're going to lie and tell her she's great and she's beautiful. And you've been watching porn for five or 10 years. You know, hey, sweetie, you look really hot. You know, you start dating or whatever. And I want to give a long answer, but yeah, it's, it's a game. We could, it's the, the kill, the hunt, we're going after. Men t- typically go after women, and, you know, they just look at them and they visualize. You know, I know, Terry, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's science that men are visual, women are physical. The men, their emotionals is what fires their cylinders. You know, if we're a motor, I see a shiny Peterbilt, I'm excited. 
a woman goes in, it just looks like a truck to me, but I, if I can cuddle with it, then it'll make me happy. Exactly. There's Don cuddling, cuddling with the Peterbilt truck. Well, we don't even want to think yet. about I, that. I've anyways. seen guys cuddle with trucks. It's really not, it's not exciting. That's pretty cool. Anyway, next question. Why is his use of porn making me feel like we really uh, can't connect? Is there something there... Uh, that's missing. Absolutely. Do you yeah. think about it? He's he's connecting with something else. He's connecting with a computer, a phone, a tablet. He's connecting with a picture. He's connecting mostly with the fantasy in his own brain. Of course, there's something missing. You. He's not connecting with you. Yeah. Right. There's no connection at all. I mean, if he, he's thinking about porn, you know, I don't know. Unplug the computer. Turn his device off because he's focused on it anyway. I've been there and done it, so don't be no haters out there. I've seen it. But you can't be in a relationship with somebody if your mind is somewhere else. Hey, and can we just get to the – Don's a pretty bottom-line guy, so we can talk about this. And, again, it's good to process through this, talk to you know a, a trained therapist, a counselor. Again, coaching, get into a relationship, a guy with another guy, a gal with another gal, and really have those good conversations. But you said something earlier, Don, and, uh, again, Don's not uh, uh, going to – uh, stretch us out into 50 paragraphs, but you said something about a guy using porn. What's the next step? I mean, it was pretty short and to the point. Just quit watching it. Yeah. You know, it's just like anything. You've got addiction with anything. You got to go to Terry's office. I can set an appointment with her, and she's going to tell me, and my doctor's going to tell me, Don, you just need to stop drinking. Yeah. And when I almost died a year ago, October, from drinking, we stopped drinking, and I'm still sober, so... I mean, there's no easy way to do this. I think the world's been misled by, well, just take one step at a time and cut down. No, just quit it. You have to stop because you've you got to get rid of it. You can't break the addiction to anything. It's no different than a... Part-time. It's really important that... Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, just just say no. Next question. Why can't I do whatever I want with my own body? I mean, my partner's just being silly or being a prude or just upset about my watching porn use. I, you know, uh, why can't I just do whatever I want if, if I'm the person using the porn? You can do whatever you want. Just don't expect much from your partner or anybody else. If you think you can justifiably do whatever you want, then don't expect your spouse, he or she, to love you and want you. Yeah. Just come on. Keep it real. That's, right. That's just a low expectation. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Don, say what you're thinking, man. I just did. <laughs> I guess it comes down to the fact that you have a partner. Um, your partner isn't being silly or being approved to be upset about the porn years. She's or he is feeling the disconnection, feeling like, you know, there's they want to connect with you. Why is that a problem that they want to connect with you? I would look at it as a, as a compliment. Right, exactly. And uh, next question here. Sometimes it appears that it's an addiction. And I've asked my partner to stop, but they just can't seem to do that. So how do I help them realize that it's hurting me? You just got to be honest and tell them. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly would. I had to do that in a relationship, in a marriage, and said, I'm throwing all your stuff out. It's gone. I've physically made her watch me carry it out and throw it in the burn pile we're not doing this if i find any more of it in here you'll be the next to go 
Yeah. I how just, how did ha- that work for you? Uh, not real well. She left a couple <laughs> years later. Bless her pee-picking heart. <laughs> well, I, and, and, and things, you know, again, sometimes you have to, uh, and Terry, you, your background is also as a nurse. Sometimes you got to clean out the wound and it's uncomfortable and there's some hurt before it gets better. So, again, some of this stuff isn't always easy and simple, but uh, like a wound, oftentimes things need to just be cleaned out, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think also, but I'm looking at it from more the addiction standpoint. Um, I also have a, a certification in addiction counseling, and it does. Pornography use can actually cross off all of the same kind of criteria as for an addiction, even though it's not um, cocaine or alcohol mm-hmm. or anything else. It still stimulates the same parts of the brain. You become addicted to the dopamine rush that comes from um, using porn. Well, here again, isn't it just like we've all heard, and before I even became a Christian, it's a sin, but we all try to define sins. You just said it, Terry. Well, I'm not doing drugs, and I'm not doing alcohol, and I'm not doing this, but I'm watching a little porn. Okay, what's the difference here, Willis? There's no difference. It's still a sin. And if you're not a Christian, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll waver a little bit on that. But, I mean, come on, people. If, if we're professing to be Christians... And you're saying that you're struggling with porn? You're struggling with your relationship with your wife? What do you think Jesus thinks of you? He wants to love you. You're a creation of his, but yet you cheat on your wife and watch porn, and you don't feel any conviction over that? I don't know. Maybe this cowboy's missing something, but I think it's messed up. Well, and it, 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 going to that for a second, Don, I think when we talk about, uh, when we use the word Christianity sometimes or the Bible or whatever, I think sometimes people look at that as a hammer. Hey, it's designed for our own good. So these things, again, when we are in healthy relationships, uh, it's really better than a lot of these unhealthy things, but we just have to take the steps towards those healthy relationships. Another question here, I feel lonely when he uses porn. Why can't he give that attention to me? So this is the person, again, not in the that's involved with the pornography but really is affected by it i think the question itself answers something the fact that he's using porn and she's feeling lonely that the attention he's he's the attention that should be going to the spouse is now going towards this device mm-hmm. typically um and and so the fact that i mean i think the question answers itself in a sense um ultimately it comes down to when i when i have a woman or a man or someone in my office who asks something like that, one of the things I try to remind them is, first of all, you can't control anybody else. The only thing you can do is allow control how much you let that affect you. Um, Tell him or her, I guess in this case it's a him, tell him that that you're lonely. Tell him that you want the attention that he's devoting towards something else, devoted towards you, and then decide, what am I going to do with that? If If it doesn't change, I have to decide, do I set some more boundaries? Do I walk away? What am I going to do with this? But ultimately, you can only control yourself. Right, right. Well, I think we need to wrap it up for today. There's lots more questions we can answer, and we will down the road. And not only questions about uh, sex, pornography, there's a lot of relationship kinds of uh, topics out there that we can get into, things about jobs, about uh, 
anxiety, depression. There's there's relationship things in terms of uh, divorce that are going on. There's a lot of things that are on people's minds. And again, at Journey, we just want to help you to move forward well, to have those healthy emotional, physical, and spiritual uh, factors in your life that build healthy relationships with uh, the people in, in your life. So uh, next steps for those of you who are listening, uh, the first one, if you are in deep weeds on these matters, uh, check out uh, a good therapist, a good Christian therapist in your area, and you can Google that under Christian therapists, and to just uh, you know make those appointments and to find you know that person that you're comfortable with. You can always uh, go in talk to someone, see how it goes, and uh, just make sure the, the, the match and those, that relationship is good for you. The second thing you can do is uh, just continue the conversation here at Journey Coaching, and we would like to talk with you more, and we would like to direct you to those individual one-on-one relationships, guys-to-guys, gals-to-gals, where you can um, start to really grow in a healthy way. So again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.